You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Praise one more time. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you have a seat? And I want you to watch this clip, amen. We'll turn off the lights back there. I'm a little concerned right now about your salvation and stuff. How come you have not been baptized? Because I never got around to it, okay? I don't know why you always have to be judging me. Because I only believe in science. But tonight, we are going up against Satan's cave. And I just thought it would be a good idea. (laughs) Felicidades. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. You can turn the lights on. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many have seen that movie? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Funny movie. Amen. Praise the Lord. The question today, amen. You know what? In the title of my message, have you been baptized? <laughs> As Nacho would say, amen. Praise the Lord. And the question is, you know what? It's uh, important. And why water baptism? To Nacho, it's important. And so it was important to, 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 that he took matters into his own hands to make sure that his friend Skeletal was baptized. You can see that, 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 you know what, I'm concerned, he said. I'm concerned for your soul. Amen. And so he took matters in his own hands and baptized them. Well, today I'm concerned too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. But in reality, I am concerned. Have you been baptized? And today I want to minister on that. Have you made a decision? Have you decided today? You know, how many know that we can't force people and we can't sneak behind them and baptize them? Amen. What? That was pretty cool, amen. They have to, they, 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 we cannot do that and, and make the decision for them. How many know that they have to make the decision for themselves? And before you get baptized today, and I, let me tell you right now, even if you're in this place today and this message touches you, and you did not come prepared for this, 
Last, last year, we had five people just jump in their clothes and got baptized because they wanted to do this. And so if you're, you feel like that and say, man, I need to do this, then don't worry about shorts. We'll get a towel. We'll dry. And it's hot out there. We'll just leave you outside for a little bit. All you got to do is just do this, amen, you'll be all right, amen. Praise God. But, but you'll be all right, amen. But we, we, we baptize people. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure everything just takes care of, whether you're a lady, didn't come prepare, or a guy, man. But, but if it's in your heart and you want to do this, don't let it stop you because it's going to do something in your life. Amen. So I want to take a good look, a little deeper look of baptism today. And, 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 and you should know why and why water baptism. Amen. Water baptism is an important part of a believer. Amen. Important part of a disciple of Jesus Christ. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 28, 19 in the New Living Translation, it says this. It says, therefore, somebody say therefore. It says, therefore, go, somebody say go, and make disciples of all nations, what? Baptizing them, baptizing them. Who said that? Amen. Hallelujah. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Mark chapter 16, verse 15, New Living Translation says it like this. And he told them to go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. See, the act of water baptism, the, the being immersed in water was a response. Listen, a response in receiving salvation. Back in the day when people got saved, amen, they got baptized that same day. Come on. I wish we had a water baptism built in, amen, that we can do the same thing, amen. But back then, amen, they received and their response in receiving salvation was to get baptized. Let me tell you, that's save, save. Hallelujah. See, we've just been getting people saved, not save, save. Today we're going to get save, saved, amen. Hallelujah. It's a very important step in a Christian's life. In Matthew chapter 3, 13 to 17, it says this. We see that Jesus himself got baptized. John the Baptist, amen, baptized Jesus in order to fulfill all righteousness within his life and, it was, and to fulfill what was required. From there on, Jesus went to establish, listen, baptism as an external ordinance for his church, calling every believer to follow his same footsteps. When he said, go and make disciples and baptize them. In our modern Christian culture today, we tend to take God's commands lightly today. Because getting baptized is an important part of the believer. And it's an important part of being a follower. It's an important part of being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Now, let me get something really clear here. Water baptism alone does not save you. But it should be part of every believer. Water bits, uh, baptism is a symbol of a changed life. Anyone changed there? Got five people, amen. Man, I need some work. I need to do some work. Anybody changed here? Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. It, you know, it's, it's a symbolic thing of a changed life. Now, if I show you this wedding ring, what does that mean? I'm married, amen. I'm, I'm taken. I'm spoken for. Amen. A wedding ring is an outward sign that that person is married. Amen. Now, that means to everyone else, back up. Don't look this way. 
I'm taken. While water baptism, listen, is a symbol designed by God to identify a person as a disciple of Jesus Christ. And what you're saying too is, back up, devil, I'm taken. I belong to God, amen. I am his son, I am his daughter, amen. Back away, I'm done with you. I identify myself no longer with you, but with God. He is my husband, he is my everything, he rocks my life, amen. I am taken. So water baptism shows you that you're a changed person. Though water baptism is symbolic, it goes much deeper than that. There's a depth and power that comes through water baptism. You see, when you get saved, when we all got saved the day when we came to the altar, man, we came to the altar for salvation, you were spiritually baptized into the body of Christ. Did you know that? Right when you answered the call, once you gave your life to Jesus, amen, you were spiritually baptized into the body of Christ, the church, Jesus, amen. Now, water baptism is an outward sign. It's a declaration of an inward change and commitment. What you're saying is, you know what, something happened inside of here. The outside may look the same. You may still see my tattoos, my scars, things that looks from the world, amen, but, but inside God did something, amen, and so there's an inward change. So you're making a declaration and a commitment that, you know what, God changed me. Come on, it's Jesus on the inside working on the outside, hallelujah. So in biblical symbolism, water represents inner, inner cleansing. It's a spiritual rebirth. That's why we're known as what? Reborn Christians. Oh, this one of the reborns. Heck yeah. <laughs> you better believe it, I'm reborn. There's times where I even had to baptize myself, hallelujah, just to make sure, amen. But you got to understand today that water baptism is like going to your funeral. It's an act of faith both to God and to this world. You see, a person that goes into the water, amen, uh, that person, uh, they, that's where the person dies, amen, they bury, they're buried there, symbolically speaking, amen, uh, and I'm sure that, you know, for some of you, I'm going to baptize now, I'm going to keep you in there a little longer just to make sure. So if they come up coughing, amen, they're okay. They just want to make sure that old person's dead. But they come up as a new person out of that water, amen. They are a brand new creation. So I want you to understand today that there's power in that water. There, there, you got to believe there's something that's going to happen, amen. As you go in there, you're getting ready to get buried. You're going to your funeral. You're already making up your mind. When you step into that water, you say, you know what, this is it. This old man, this old woman is dying right here. you got to look at it as a grave because when you go in, you're going to come up different. I'm telling you, if you go with that type of mentality, watch what God does. If you've been saved for a while and you've never been baptized, and this kind of baptism that I'm talking about today, and you still find yourself going through some struggles or having some hard times serving the Lord, then it's, maybe it's time to get baptized. Maybe it's time to die and bury that old man, that old woman of struggle, amen, and come up new and empowered in Christ. Can somebody say Amen. See, Romans chapter 6, verse 4, King James, New, New King James, it says this, Therefore we, we were buried with him through baptism into death. 
Just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of, his, of the Father, so we should also walk in the newness of life. Colossians chapter 2, verse 12, New King James says this, Buried with him in baptism, in which we were also raised with him through faith. Somebody say faith. Through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. For some of us here today, it's time to bury that old man. Did you hear me? It's time to bury that old man, that old woman once and for all. And come up new. New in Christ. God has so much new for you, church. But we hang on to the old. Who likes to hang on to old things? I'll go to your house. I bet your garage has all kinds of old things in there. Man, oh, yes, hoarders, amen, man. My, my in-laws, my mom, I mean, there's stuff. I said, what do you, this is old. Throw it away. I'll use it someday. You haven't used it for 10 years. <laughs> it's time to go. I mean, I, I, mean I, I, I'm not, I like old, amen. Old is comfortable, though. And people keep old because they don't like change. But there's so much better in the new. You know, it's new to step out and get something new, amen. And sometimes you got to just let go of that old. Can somebody say amen? Come on. So if you're looking for something new, amen, the question is, have you decided? See, water baptism is also an act of obedience. Being baptized, listen, church is a command from God. It's not optional. In fact, Jesus said in Mark 16, 16, he that believeth and is baptized is saved. I want you to think about this. Jesus' call to believe in him includes the call to be baptized. So if Jesus is saying it and Nacho is saying it, we must see it as an important part in our Christian walk. In the Bible, you don't read of the unbaptized Christian. In fact, like I said before, once they believed, once they got saved, they got baptized that same day. There was no delay. There was no thinking about it. Are you in? Yeah. Are, you, are we doing this? Yeah. They got saved. They got baptized. That, that's safe, saved. Back then, man, you got baptized, they had the service, they went and looked for a, a body of water and just got baptized. Let's do this. They already knew this. This was, this was part of getting saved. This was part of their ceremony. This was part of their service. Do you believe? Do you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? They said yes. Dunk them. They got dunked. It was part. This is it. We're not playing here. We're not playing the altar call. We're not playing uh, come to the altar and then you leave unchanged. We're talking about let's bury that old man, not only accept him, amen, and come up here, amen, but let's, you know what, let's take it another step. Let's make sure that old man, that old woman's not going to rise no more. Let's find a body of water, amen, and let's just start dunking the ones that get saved. Maybe all I need is just a bowl of water, right? <laughs> Maybe, maybe they'll, they'll come back if I do that. We've got we, we to really think about it. It's not just an emotional thing when we come to the altar church. It's not just being convicted or busted. Come on. This, this is not a, an altar of getting busted. It's an altar of change. 
It's an altar that says, you know, God, I'm, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of my struggle. I'm tired of how the way I'm living. God, I give you my life. It, it's, it's really a water baptism here right now because you spiritually get baptized, amen, into the body of Christ. You're saying, I don't want this world. I, I don't want to be part of that world out there, amen. I, I don't want to be part. I want to get disconnected, amen. And so you make a, a, an appearance. You stand right here and say, God, I want change. So you got to die to yourself right here. We can't just wait once a year to take care of it. There should be a baptism within ourselves, church, that I want change. And if you do that spiritually, God will set you up and, and set you free. But today we're going to just make sure that things are dead. Can somebody say amen? Let's look at some of those that got saved in the book of Acts. When Peter preached his first sermon on the day of Pentecost, look at the first things. One of the first things he said, and look how they responded. In Acts chapter 238, New King James says this, Then Peter said unto them, Repent. Somebody say repent. Repentance has to be first, church. There has to be a repented heart inside of you before you make any decision. Like I said, it cannot be guilt. It cannot be anything else. But repentance, you have to repent, meaning um, I, repent means to turn away. You're doing this, it's a complete turnaround and say, I'm not doing the opposite. If there has to be a, you have to have a repented heart, not, not a convicted heart, so, so to speaking. You have to be repented. Say, God, I don't want this no more. I don't want to follow this way. I don't want to follow this road. I don't want to live this way anymore. I'm turning my life around and I'm going to follow you. So it starts with repent. It says, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And then you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The empowerment, church. There's an empowerment. In verse 41, as you skip down, it says, they gladly received the word and they were baptized. In Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 40, it talks about Philip who led an Ethiopian to Christ. And after finishing the discussion of reading from the prophet Isaiah, I mean, Philip bringing an understanding of Jesus to this Ethiopian, he asked, what stops me from being baptized? And Philip asked him, well, if you believe with all your heart, you can. And they came to a body of, of water, and Philip baptized the Ethiopian. On the road to Damascus after Paul's conversion, the very first thing the Apostle Paul was told to do was to be baptized. In Acts chapter 22, 16, NIV says this, now what are you waiting for? This is the Lord speaking to him. You remember he was saying, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And he says, Lord, who, who is that? Is that you, Lord? He, 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 got, he got blinded, amen. And the first thing he says, what are you waiting for? Get up. Be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. Throughout the New Testament, there are many others that, that back then, that they didn't see their faith. Listen, they didn't see their faith complete until they had obeyed God by being baptized. Faith without works is dead, church. That's what James chapter 2, 26 says. See, a living faith produces, listen, an obedient heart. A living faith produces 
an obedient heart. And water baptism, listen, is an act of obedience. Though water baptism is symbolic, but we, when we act in it in obedience and get baptized, listen, it releases power. Somebody say power. It releases power to the life of the obedient person. Something supernatural happens inside. Because you act in obedience, amen, then now it releases what? Power. How many need power? Come on. You ever get weak in your walk? You get weak, amen, in your Christian walk? You ever get weary, amen? Do you ever get to a place, amen, of struggle? Come on. Uh, you ever get to a place, amen, uh, 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 of temptation? Any, am I talking to anyone in this place, amen? How many need an empowerment? See, there's something that happens in obedience when you obey. In a living faith, amen, it's a, it's a life of obedience, amen. And so when we start to believe that, that God wants us to not only get saved but be baptized, amen, something supernatural takes place. Because it's a public declaration that you're making. That's a declaration. That is a statement in your life that you're saying, you know what, I have decided to follow Jesus all the way, amen. Uh, it's not just right here. I'm not just playing a part. I'm going all the way and I'm going to be baptized uh, as a declaration uh, to my God, uh, to my family, amen, uh, to the friend and tell the devil and yourself, you know what, I'm getting baptized. You know, I don't long belong to you. So it's a little bit more. Listen, a little bit more. How many want more? It's a little bit more when you get baptized. It takes us from the altar of repentance to a public declaration that I have truly decided to follow Jesus. This is a place of decision where you have drawn the line. That, that, that song, I've drawn the line. No turning back. I'm going all the way with Jesus. Some of us, you got to draw a line, church. Draw the line. Don't play the line. Did you hear that? You draw the line. Don't play the line. God knows your heart, church. You may fool me. You may fool the church. You may even fool mom and dad. But you can't not fool God. You got to draw the line and not play the line. See, so many of us draw a line and we get, how close can I get to the line? Do what I want to do and I'll blow it. When you play that much, you're going to play with fire, guys. My thing is I've drawn the line. I keep away from that line. I don't even look at the line, amen. I'm so far back, I don't even know where the line's at anymore, amen. Because it's not about that. It's not what I can get away with. God, what can I do that's in my life still that I need to get away from? you got to get away from things. If you want really the empowerment of God, the really supernatural uh, releasing of his power in your lives. When you start to make declarations of that, withdrawing your line and running from that line, amen, then you're making yourself, you're making yourself accountable. I don't want to play, the, I don't want to play this game, church. I don't want to play this game. God, I, I want you. I'm done with that other side. I'm done, amen. That, that other side brought brokenness. That other side brought struggle. That other side brought unhappiness. That, that other side brought death, amen. That other side, there was nothing good on that side. It was good for the moment, amen. But when you wake up and all this, it's not worth it. 
You can be going, woo, the night before and then woo, the night after. I'm done with that. For some of you guys woke up in a place you didn't want to wake up to. Yet God had mercy on us. I'm done with that life. There was nothing good out of it. There, there never has been. There hasn't. Let me tell you, once I found Jesus, man, that's not fun at all over there. I'm having fun over here. Woo! <laughs> Woo! No. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know who ever said that this is boring on this side. I'm having a blast. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I'm having a blast. God is blessing me, man. My wife's happy. I'm happy, man. My kids, amen. Come on. God is good. Do I have problems? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got all kinds of problems, amen. But doesn't everybody? But look at my problems. I can smile at them. The problem on the other side, that person's not smiling. He's just looking for an outlet. She's just looking for an outlet. For a little temporary pleasure that goes away like that. My high is forever. <laughs> Come on, come on, I'm high for every man. Holy Ghost high, hallelujah. Woo, I never come down from this high. As long as, as long as you keep it, I keep on hitting it. Holy Ghost hit. I'm just talking, I'm just talking your language. I know what you're thinking about. I'm just turning it around. Can't you turn it around for Jesus? God, God says, I'm here to turn your bad to good. So my, my, my good of take or hit, amen, it's good for me. It's time to get on this side. It's time to draw that line, church, and run away from that line, not play the line. But I believe that when you do that, and you make that, that decision to follow Christ, and when you make that declaration, there is a power, I believe there is a power that gets released inside of you. The Holy Ghost power. The Holy Ghost power, church. See, some of you guys have been just powering with your own strength. You're serving God. And you, you love God. And I believe so, amen. But you don't, you're not filled yet. Because when you truly de de declare your life and make a declaration in your life and make a statement in your life, it releases that power. Because he doesn't give it to those that want it. He gives it to those that invite it. Holy Spirit, I invite you into my life. God, empower me. When you make that declaration, it's automatically, when you make a declaration and a statement, this is the day that I died to myself, he releases that power. So when you come out, you can be changed. When you come out, you don't have to worry, am I going to struggle? Am I going to go through this and all that? No. I believe that God can work in the supernatural still. I believe that he can deliver the drug addict, the alcoholic, bam, just like that. Anytime you, he can just go, if you believe. I, I, am a, I am a testimony of that, that God can release you from one day being this to another way turning around. Because he did it in my life. And you cannot say, God, don't have the power. I just made a decision. That's all. Have you decided? Have you decided? See, when you believe, I believe his power is released, amen, and the Lord is pleased. When I gave my life, the Lord was pleased. Not only was my wife happy. The Lord was smiling on me. 
my boys home. You know I'm one of the top guys, right? You know that. You, you know that. I even took the place over Moses. You know, I'm just speaking here. No. Hey, I got to look at myself then. I'm highly favored. I'm highly favored. God loves me. God loves you. You got to put yourself not as one of the many, but one of the top. You're highly favored. I look at myself highly favored. I know. He talks to me. Cuddles me. Reminds me. You're special. I know. Thanks. That's how my daddy talks to me, man. Come on. He scolds me. Son, I know you. When I do good things, he smiles. Good job. Thanks. It's awesome, man. It's awesome to have a relationship with God. This is what I have. I don't have a religion. I don't just come to church. I come because I come and see Papa. <laughs> I come and see my dad. I come to hang out with my brothers and sisters and celebrate this great life that's been turned around in me and us. From darkness to light, church. <laughs> this is a good, cool thing. And the world can't see this because they're hearing other voices instead of the voice. We need to hear the voice. There's power that's released, and the Lord is pleased. Have you decided? Water baptism is a burial of the, and resurrection. Like I said, a declaration in Romans chapter 6, verse 5 to 7, New King James says this, For we have been united together in the likeness of his death. Certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we will no longer be slaves to sin, for he who has died has been free from sin. Hallelujah. We need to die today. Come on, somebody. We need to die. Are you struggling with the guilt over your past? Are you struggling over that old man, that old woman that still rises up? Maybe, just maybe, you haven't given that person a proper burial once and for all. Come on, you were laying down. Come on, you thought, man, I killed that old man. I killed that old woman. It's dead. This is it. I'm done. Then all of a sudden, Come on, just like Halloween, come on, just like Jason on Friday the 13th, you thought he was dead. Woo, he's dead. Girl, run, run, he's getting old, run. We're in the movies? Come on, Jason's dead all there. Oh, man, he's dead, finally. He's all, yeah, it's relieved. And the music starts. I don't know why they never heard the music. <laughs> I don't know. I heard the music, did you? <laughs> but they're still there celebrating this dead, and here he is. Right behind him. Come on, you thought it was dead. We thought Michael Myers was gone, amen. Uh, Jason was gone, amen. Uh, and all of a sudden that music plays again and that old man, that old woman rises up. You know what? There are some Christians that have a Michael Myers spirit in them. You thought he was dead. You thought she was dead, but you didn't give it a pro proper burial. 
You went in that water and you kept the little Jason in you. Little Michael Myers in you, amen. You said, you said, praise the Lord on the inside, but man, you are ready for some stuff. Hallelujah. Come on. See, church, you can put your, your mask all you want of Christianity. God removes the mask and knows who you are. Come on. Let's stop being the Michael Myers Christians, the Jason Christians. Come on. Let's be the Holy Ghost Christians. Come on, let's rise up in Christ, amen. Come on, we're supposed to have the image of Christ inside of us. Well, pastor, you just don't know. You need to baptize my wife again. Woo! Come on. Pastor, you, you, need, to, you need to baptize my husband. He's tripping again. He's cray-cray. Baptize the dude. Remember one baptism, amen, I held the guy, I held the guy up there and held him for like maybe two minutes. Feet came up, and they're like, oh, what are you doing? Pat? It's all right. Did he come up? No, you're not ready. Did he start saying mercy underwater? Mercy. Set him up. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Water baptism, listen, church, is very important. Important reminder that the person that you were is dead forever. And the person that rises up out of that water is a new person in Christ Jesus, a brand new creation. 2 Corinthians 5.17, New King James says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. The Amplified says it like this. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a brand new creation, a new creature altogether. The old, the previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away, and behold, the fresh and the new has come. Church, I'm here to let you know this morning. This afternoon, you have absolutely nothing to lose but everything to gain by following to gain. <laughs> but everything to gain by following Jesus in that water. Ultimately, it all goes back to that statement that Jesus made in John 14, 15. If you love me, how many love God? If you love me, then you got to do what? You got to keep his commands. We can say we love Jesus all we want, but if you're not following him, you don't really love him. Only if you follow his commands. Only if you do what the word of God says to do. What his word is saying. And he says to be baptized. He says to do this. And he says to do that. He says to do this. These are things that he tells. His standards, like I was ministering on Wednesday, are, are a lot higher. You don't belong to yourself anymore. You were bought with a high price. We have to honor. He says to honor your bodies. To honor him, to live for him. But you only love him if you keep his commands. You got to keep his commands if you truly love him. I'm going to close today because we got some baptism to do, amen. Amen. We got some food to eat, some fellowshipping to do, amen. 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 I got an amen out of Marcos. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. As I close today, baptism is simple. Listen. Listen. 
Baptism is simple, but it is a profound act of obedience that will carry you for the that you will carry for the rest of your life. If you have not taken this this step in Christ in faith, if if you recommitted your life to the Lord or never been baptized, church, with this understanding, not the understanding of what you're brought up with or the things that if, if something is new to you today, then something is profound in you. There's something different. I didn't get baptized like that. I didn't understand the full thing of baptism. I, I understand now the power of release. I understand now. If you never did that, then you got to understand today, you know, I strongly urge you to make that decision today and follow Christ by getting baptized. Whether you can prepare prepared or not, there's something awesome. I remember we had a, some baptisms back in the 14th Street, the building before we came here, and people were just jumping in there. With their clothes, man. And it, was, it, was, it was an awesome scene. We baptized probably around 30-something people that day. And people were just coming and weeping. They just got saved that day and got in the water and got baptized. It was just, it was powerful. That happened last year. But we're here to understand that I strongly urge you to make the decision to follow Christ. As we celebrate with you of burying that old man, that old woman, and coming up brand new, brand new creation in Christ. Of course... We can't take water baptism without first embracing what it represents in our lives. It's a living relationship with Jesus Christ. Without this, baptism is simply getting wet. You got to say, man, this is my living relationship with Christ. I'm deciding to live for Christ. Otherwise, you're going to go in there and just get wet. That's all it's going to be. Let's all stand up.